You are listening to the MX Vice post-race podcast presented by Fly Racing. Have you checked out their Formula Helmet yet? Well, you should because Fly Racing has redefined expectations in both safety and performance with the Formula Helmet. Tested on the most advanced equipment in the world, the Formula Helmet's overall performance is best in class in both high-velocity crashes as well as rotational and low-speed impacts. Featuring the Rion technology, Conehead EPS and a 12k carbon shell, the Formula's advanced impact system introduced a new approach to both protection and weight reduction. Weighing only 1290 grams, we believe the Formula helmet to be the perfect combination of industry-leading innovation and ultra-lightweight design. Simply put, the Fly Racing Formula helmet changed the game. Uh, Jeffrey Herlins, MXGP of Turkey. Uh, GP win, so that's good. Got that one back on top. Uh, and I feel like you really made the most of today. First moto came through pretty much all of the big guys to win, so impressive. Uh, second moto, bad start. But to come back from second on this track, again, that's a pretty good job. So happy, I guess. Yeah, definitely we're happy. I mean, it's a shame. Like, I think if we had a bit of better starts, we could have gone 1-1. But if, and, you know, it, was, it wasn't like this. But, uh, yeah, you know, I only arrived last night. So this morning we could only do a little bit of testing on the starts because we're high altitude right now so we have a little bit different setup than um, you normally used to but uh, now we're here for three more days so we got some time to to work on that maybe Tuesday and uh, yeah to try to improve a little bit I mean definitely I was on the inside gate so that was already you know if you're inside gate you already have a little head start let's say but I think after all we did a good job and definitely we could have been better but to go one two and both motos pass all the big dogs we should be happy you were starting in first gear today i guess no second oh really yeah but have you done that every other year here i thought i thought everyone just across the board was starting in first oh did they and maybe, so. maybe that's why <laughs> <laughs> no i started uh i started in second and i used to start in first but now we have a little bit different engine configuration so it, it helps so definitely we changed a bit with sprockets um this morning but uh, yeah, throughout the day, I didn't really want to change anymore. So uh, maybe we, we changed a bit on Tuesday. But like for the riding, the bike was so great. So it's, it's, it's hard to find a great setup for the start and for the race, especially because it's a condition we could never test on because we're such high altitude uh, compared to normally we're on sea level. So that, that means the bike is a bit, is a bit different. But um, yeah, we'll try to work on that and try to be a bit better. But, I mean, for the rest of the bike and the suspension, everything was working great throughout the, throughout the day. And uh, yeah, super, super positive. Obviously, look, this track's fast, hard to pass on. Uh, in the first moto, when you were fifth, sixth, did you think you could come back to win? Like, obviously, not many guys are making passes out there, if any. No, um, most of the guys just follow. So I was one of the only guys passing. And uh, yeah, it was tough. First moto, there was a few more options. But second moto, there wasn't many, many options. You had needed some luck or somebody to make a small mistake to, to get it done. How close was it between you and Prado in the last lap of last second moto? I couldn't see, I just heard everyone screaming, so... <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I passed him in, in the start turn, and then I went a bit wide, and he just crossed over. But I expected it, basically, so I already went wide. For the, so I, I crossed behind him and then went wide on that, on that next turn. And then uh, the inside turn, I knew it was pretty broken. And I knew the outside was good, because you know, he was always defending, more or less. And I was always trying to charge and pass guys while he was basically leading, and I was a second. So, um, yeah, Jorge is a difficult guy to pass. You know, he, he rides really fast and really good, and he always takes normally the good lines and is very good in defending. So, uh, fair play to him. I mean, he didn't do anything wrong. So, uh, he, uh, yeah, he's just not the easiest guy to pass. 
Uh, last thing, I guess we stopped talking about the shoulder now. You've had three, four weeks. Is it 100% or are we still like 95? No, shoulder was fine. I mean, after Latvia already, the week after I was good. So that's not no issues. Jorge Prado, uh, MXGP of Turkey, really good day. First of all, qualifying, unbelievable. Uh, motos were really good as well. I, honestly, I thought you were going to go 1-1, but still, you're on the podium. Positive day, you gain points, you're second in championship, uh, you're second in championship now. So yeah, positive day all around, I'd say. You know, if I go 1-1 today, I can't improve into Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> honestly, qualifying, maybe one of the coolest things I've ever seen. Yeah? Well, like, first of all, coming out and doing a fast lap, cool. Okay. then sitting in the pits for 15 minutes yeah. and then going okay i'll do a lap now yeah. and then going half a second quicker than anyone that's yeah. like some that's cool that's cool first of all some yeah, props yeah. <laughs> thanks thanks no it was a, it was a great day i was i was feeling good with the track um on, in time practice i was like oh, track is so bad because it was just like if you get out of the ride it's just full of mud how can you build new lines like that it's not possible because there is no it's no sense to go out of the good line so track prep was not really perfect uh, in this kind of uh, uh, with this kind of dirt but uh, you know uh, the track got a little bit better because it got a bit drier so we got a little bit more options and uh, I think you know if they prep the track good not too too much water and rip good and just take a bit more care of the track yeah. than they did we can have a very nice track like with multiple lines so uh, getting back into my day it was uh, it was a good day like you said good very good time practice i was feeling good already straight straight up and then uh, first moto got the whole shot got a very 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 good start and then uh yeah i don't know when did they pass me like near the end it was it took a yeah, while like four laps to go yeah. yeah something like that yeah it was a pity i was thinking i could maybe manage to get that one but you know just the um, a little bit the stress also the adrenaline yeah. from like four weeks off and getting back to the races and starting first time practice first it all it gives you you know it makes you also a little bit tired just too much adrenaline so i was a little bit tired in the end or just not really tired but i just couldn't push that extra to just make the win yeah. so I, I was happy with the second place coming to the second model i was feeling that pressure from the first model so i was not 100 percent even though i was maybe not feeling 100 percent riding i think was good physically i was also feeling good uh, better than expected and um, yeah, track uh, second model was quite okay again. So got yeah again first uh, for 15 minutes more or less, maybe a little bit more, just over 15 maybe. Then Geyser passed me. He got you know a couple of lines that uh, were very good. Obviously, when you start first, you kind of always ride the same line, so you can't see multiple lines. That's what I was going to say. Like the first moto, you led for so long, it must have been quite stressful. Even like you don't know what the hell they're doing behind you. Yeah, that's that's true. So that's also a little bit disadvantage that I had today. I couldn't see really many options, but uh, okay, but, uh, guys, are, uh, sorry, uh, who was Jeffrey passed me in the first moto, so I could see a little bit his lines into second moto, and then again. Uh, second mode I could see Geyser riding a bit different so then I could also learn a little bit uh, and then you know I got a touch with Tony um, there we lost some time and Jeffrey just kind of got behind us uh, Tony crashed after that uh, and then uh, yeah I I think I had Jeffrey but uh, yeah I made a small mistake uh, when I passed him back in, in that right corner after the pits and he just w rolled outside and jumped and I missed the jump so it was just my mistake. Um, 
And it was a pity because I was in the last lap after leading, uh, I mean, for 15 minutes and being second for so long. It was a pity that he passed me in the last lap, but things like this happen in this sport. So that also gives me, you know, some extra motivation into Wednesday to just try to keep that first position till the end. And I think it's possible. So, uh, yeah, we will see how it goes. I um I couldn't see what happened between you and Jeffrey on the last lap because I was somewhere else. Yeah. And all I heard from pit lane was people screaming and shouting. So like, was it close or was it just a normal like racing no. pass? No, just a normal racing pass. He passed me after the pit lane. Uh, sorry, uh, after the finish line. Yeah. Well, this you, you have the start in that left corner. Yeah. He there he passed me in the inside. Okay, yeah. I kind of cut him into the yeah like inside. And then in the braking, I went a little bit like I cut his line. I went into him into the inside, and he just changed the line. And I thought he was very close in that right corner after that, and I just went full in in the right, and I just lost complete or the bike, the legs, everything out of the corner. So I just that's why people screamed. <laughs> well, it wasn't like something crazy, yeah, but yeah. I just couldn't jump the <laughs> double after that, and I just lost so much time. He just passed me, so uh, it was a bit. I feel a bit bad because it was my mistake. So it was not really that he passed me there. It was more that I got the mistake, and he could pass me there. So. Oh, it was good. It was good. It was fun racing. I, I need to say it was fun racing. Um, what gear did you start in today? Uh, first or second? And also, did you feel that the altitude affected uh, the bike what, at all? What, what did you say? What gear did you start in? First or second? You know, the, uh, the KDM guys made a good job and the bike is running good. So we just start like normal and we got, you know. Second good. then? You know. I, I, feel like this, I feel like I'm not. I shouldn't be asking this question. You can't ask this <laughs> okay. question. I mean, I'm starting first. You. You think okay. I'm going to give you my my tips? <laughs> okay, you're starting first. Okay, we, uh, that's fine. We're all friends here. You start in first gear. That's fine. We're moving on. Yeah, <laughs> Thank you. Exactly. Well, actually, okay. Seeing actually, as we're you have more than two, like first and second, you have more gears. You're also going to start in third. So I mean, it just yeah. I just leave it like that. Well, it's not like anyone else can try and do what you do. You're like half as light as everyone else in the paddock. In the paddock. So uh, well, what works for you won't that. work for anyone else. Well, I think. It's not because of the weight, because I like, for example, my teammate. It's more or less the same weight. Yeah. I think there are other guys more or less the same weight. I think three kilos more or less. I don't think makes the big difference. So um, that's just what you do. Maybe they need to eat less, and then they get <laughs> good starts. No, if that's the reason, they can do that. Um, seeing as we're clearing things up, I feel like we should clear this up yeah, now. Right. We've done a lot of interviews. Yeah. I know you wouldn't lie to me. I know, we've, we've done too many interviews now. I know you wouldn't lie to me. So for the people out there, we're just going to clear this up. Um, in the break, there was a lot of rumours. Everyone obviously got a bit bored. So everyone started going a bit crazy, yeah, talking about everything that was going on. Um, are we going to see you in blue next year? I don't think so. <laughs> I mean, I have contract with KDM. Well, that does make it difficult. <laughs> I have contract with KDM till 2023. So I just leave it like that. Uh, I'm happy where I am. So, you know everything it's uh, it's all right yeah like everyone people get carried away oh he's unhappy blah 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 but you've said since the first time you got to the Dakali side like this feels like family and your team and like yeah. you've been so happy here since your very first race so yeah. I guess nothing's changed yeah that's right I feel good and that's it you know I just feel good with the team I feel good with the bike good with the brand and that's important that's good I'm glad we cleared that up um, <laughs> back to normal stuff the track here is no one's favorite um, like you said, you feel like they could have taken a bit better care of it. There's actually a nice big sign next to the start that says um, the world's best motocross track. Oh, really? Have, apparently no riders notice no. this. It's literally next to you. On Wednesday, look to your 
you look to your right and you'll see a massive sign. Anyway, um, what do you think about racing here? What do you think about doing two races here? I'm, it's also not my favorite track. Just because it's so simple, it's just flat. I think it's... There's nothing special in the track. It's just some tables, some jumps, and you just need to turn, and you don't have so many places to pass. If you need to pass, you need to be aggressive, and um, yeah, I don't... The dirt, it's all right. I mean, it's nothing special. And I don't know what's good about this track. It's just a normal track, I think. Just nothing crazy, n nothing crazy bad, and not good. <laughs> like, it's not crazy good. Uh, I've just remembered something else we need to talk about. Jesus, a lot happens when we take a month off. Um, how did the month off help you with your fitness and stuff? Do you feel a lot more um, just physically fit and ready now? Yeah, I feel quite good. I feel quite good. I was working on my fitness. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's hard to say. Yeah, I was working on my fitness and better now. And then you see in the last lap, they got me. So but, not, it, well, it has nothing to do with that because uh, the rhythm is, is high. And of course, um, if I was maybe making some bad lines and the other was were gaining, I had to do double effort just to stay in front if I was running bad lines. So, But I don't think it was also that yeah. the case, right, that much. Um, well, no, like on that, you know, I said to people, like, uh, like what happened at the end of the second moto, on the second to last lap you set your best lap of the race oh, really? so I said to everyone the fans the people I said like everyone's going to talk about Prado's fitness he's just set his fastest lap of the race on with two to go so clearly second I think it was second maybe it was first I think second moto, I think second moto. yeah I was like so clearly he's good oh yeah I didn't know that actually because I I always forget to look to the pit board or the main, most of the time when I pass the pit lane you just speak to me you'll be fine so um, but yeah if you say that yeah you can see the fitness it's uh, not too bad you won't lie to me I won't lie to you no that's that's fine that's fine that's fine no but of course when you know when you need to battle with like you know we are all professionals yeah. we are all professionals we all train and try to be at 100% at you know, we try to be the best we can. Yeah. I try to be every day the best I can. Try, try to train as much as I can. I'm 20 years old, and that's something also that uh, maybe maybe you, you forget because I cannot battle. Well, I can battle because I'm doing that. But Jeffrey Geyser, they have a different heart, different body. Yeah. So just to have the same shape as them, I need to just figure out something out figure something out to be just uh, as strong as them at the end of the motor you know what I'm saying for example um, yeah, how older you get you how better you get in shape you're just getting fitter right yeah. it comes to an age that you kind of go down again but they are just in the perfect time perfect age just to be like destroying the bike I can't really hold it sometimes you know what I mean yeah. so I think I'm not bad for 20 year old like I'm quite fit for 20 year old but it's kind of difficult to compare physically I'm talking about physical yeah. and we are lucky motorgoers it's very physical but you have also a part that is technical it's a part that is mentally mental yeah. mental part you have also like you need to also be very focused on the track and very creative so this all combine but if I'm talking just about the physical side of course they're fitter than me like how yeah. can I be fitter than them if they train as much as they can and and they're just older yeah. and they're in a good age so uh, but anyway I think I can be even more fit <laughs> than what I am right now <laughs> we just need to keep going uh, do you want to do one more question yeah. why not we're no, having fun we're having fun went, so <laughs> I'm not leaving now um, 
Nations, obviously that came out as well. You've been in the headlines a lot. <laughs> um, you chose not to do Nations. It's not just you. A load of yeah. guys have. Uh, it makes sense. Please. Like, it, <laughs> it makes a lot of sense. Like, um, otherwise you'd be doing seven race weekends in a row. You've got a championship to win. You're second in the championship now. So, it, like, it's not like you're 100 points down. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you're right in this thing. How so, many points I, I think 13. 13. It's either 11 or 13. You're second, definitely. I, I was trying to add it up before I came over to talk to you. It's either 11 or 13. I think 13, though. Okay, but yeah, uh, I think it's a smart decision, and I guess that's why you made the decision. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I have nations. <laughs> the date of nations is just in a very bad time. Yeah. Like everybody knows it. Everybody knows it. We are racing for the world championship, and that's our main goal. Um, this year, like you just said, I'm second in the championship. I've never been second in the MXGP class, and and I have possibilities for the cha- for the for the championship for the title. So. Um, I need to take that week off. I mean, that weekend off. It's otherwise too much racing, too much stress. And um, for me, Nations, it's not a super important race. Yeah. So, uh, of course, I always like to represent my country. Also makes me feel very proud of it. But just in a different timing. Just in a different, uh, like, after the season. Or, I don't know, just put it somewhere else. Just not in the middle yeah. of seven races. Come on, it's, it's too crazy. Already seven, six races in a row. It's it's crazy. It's um it's Why? different for everyone. <laughs> it's different for everyone as well. Like Jeffrey, Jeffrey is going to go there, and the Netherlands are probably going to win. With Spain, maybe the best you can hope for is a fifth, and like that's so it's it's different for everyone. Everyone's in a different situation. Yeah, but um, yeah. But still, I mean, even so, the world is, title is yeah. most important. Exactly, exactly. I'm focusing on the world title. Right, happy with this interview? We've we've really yeah, we've really done a lot. All right, weather it's good, so <laughs> it's not that it's uh, cold or, or raining, so it's it's fine for the interview. <laughs> Jeremy Sur, MXGP of Turkey, um, probably not the results you would have wanted, but considering qualifying and where you came from off the start and on a track that is ridiculously hard to pass on, I felt like it was actually a pretty good day. Like all in all, considering everything, I actually was like, ah, oh, that's a, that's an alright day for him. Yeah, it's true what you say. I mean, I. I could have done a lot better because I was far outside in this, at the start, P14. And I pulled actually two amazing starts and I was, I think so, I need to check some pictures, but I was there with the front guys. I think if I would have been inside, it would be battling for a whole shot two times. So I can't blame that. But the first corner is just so like long and, and, and turning, turning, turning that the guys who even start bad, they go inside and they end up in front of me because I just make so many meters. So that was a bit the story. But uh, yeah, like you said, considering all, because this morning I just didn't feel good, you know, like I'm still not where I want to be since Latvia. I didn't ride how I wanted to ride. I didn't train as much as I want, etc., etc. So I pulled pulled off to not too bad motos overall you know and and got some decent points and I just have to accept that and you know give my body the time now to be back uh, in shape and 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 yeah be frustrated with it but uh, no try not to be frustrated of course but that's just how it is um speaking of starts uh, did you start in first gear today or second third okay I'll just this is let's try that again first or second or neutral <laughs> The funniest story I heard some teams in the paddock they had no first gear so they struggled. Oh, really? Yes, what MXGP teams? I, I won't tell that but this this made me laugh yesterday. <laughs> we were at the test track, everybody trying starts because like we are on yeah, thousand yeah. meter almost, so bikes are slow and they showed up and they just 
sucked big time at the start. They had no first gear and they just took the first gear out of the bike to be lighter. Yeah. But I mean, without a first gear here, you, you're screwed. Well, I, mean, I just spoke to Herlins and asked him the same question. And he said, oh, I started in second. And I was like, well, everyone else is starting in first. And he was like, oh, really? Oh, that's, that's probably where I went wrong then. So people are, people, some people are going the wrong way with this. Yes, I mean, I also did not start in first. Oh, you didn't? Ben, no. Oh, no. well, Ben started in first. I'm very yeah, confused now. Ben, I mean, look, he's... He, I don't know what to say about Ben. I need to try to catch him in the interview, so he can start in first. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, just joking. So I you mean, started in second yes. after all of this? Yes. <laughs> you start, start, wait, yes. you're not the person who doesn't have a first gear, are you? I have a first gear, but I don't, okay. I don't use it. My bike is good enough to start in second, and I had two amazing starts. First moto, I really thought cut everybody, and I ended up hitting like I ended up turning just beside Geyser yeah. P3, and his start device was still locked. And halfway through the corner, he just lost his front, went out and just T-boned me out of the way, and then that's where I ended up. Second moto, a bit better, but still going around the outside, it just on that track and f set up for the first corner, it's just just like uh, frustrating you know um there is a sign here that says the best motocross track in the world thoughts is there have you not seen it next to the start if you look to your yeah, right there's a massive it. sign across the top of the building that says the best the best motocross track in the world i've seen that uh, in bulgaria as well and yeah i think I, they're battling i <laughs> think it's a it's quite a close battle but <laughs> we need to we uh, we need to talk on wednesday about that who is winning because it's it's tight, I okay, think. Okay, well, go and look at the sign, because there is a massive sign. Yes, I will go and check it out. Okay. But what do you think of the track? Hard to pass on, hard to make up time on, uh, very, very fast. Yeah. <laughs> I have to say, preparation-wise, they did the best of it today. It was way better than yesterday, because I did three laps yesterday for the GoPro lap oh, in yeah. the evening, and I was like, what is that? But today, just... In terms of preparation, that's all they could do, in my opinion. It's not their fault. It's just the track doesn't give any opportunities to make a difference. First moto was still alright because nobody knew it so well. So we, we had different lines, you know, one outside, inside, cutting, not cutting. So you could make some small differences. But second moto, honestly, uh, I was behind Lupino. Okay, he was riding well, but I had, I think, one, maybe two seconds more, but... I just had no way to pass. Like I tried outside, inside. Every time you go another line, you you can't make it happen because you end up in the same rod. And even the split lane ended up to be a inside, inside. Yeah. You know, which that's actually a funny story. You know, yesterday I did that GoPro lap, and in the first lap nobody did it all day. Okay, yeah. women's and open, but uh, first lap I did it. Uh, because I just saw why nobody takes the inside goes over that berm yeah. and takes inside again and I just did it for fun and today morning obviously I think they saw that yeah. even on the track walk and whatever because I made a small line they made it higher but then during the second MX2 moto they started to do it again yeah. somehow it you know it got right out that it was possible and then we all before the start of the second moto of us I think four guys came to me Hey, hey, did you see the split lane? Well, other riders? No, oh. like, uh, you know, just like some guys who want to help me, yeah. you know, oh, okay. yeah, yeah. from Yamaha or this guy or team manager, yeah. whoever. And they're, hey, hey, you saw MX2, you have to go inside, inside, so much faster. 
and I mean in the sighting lab all the MXGP riders I mean we are not stupid we just all did it and I ah, yeah I mean one line nobody's gonna go anywhere else and then after the start we came there and they fixed it like all they were all ready to do it and they fixed it like there was a massive wall and we were all going there but then they started to change plans and I was like you know what I'm gonna jump that wall anyways and I just fucking launched it over that thing I passed two guys with it oh really yeah yeah and after that everybody started to do it again because I created a line so you're like the James Stewart of MXGP that is you you're on a Yamaha like you are the James Stewart of MXGP I'm not but I just fucking risked my life <laughs> to do it the first lap almost lost it but I'm, I created a line <laughs> well done on the best you made the best yeah. motocross track in the world a little bit better yeah, yeah. <laughs> I basically fucked up a passing <laughs> opportunity in my, I, afterwards I was like why did I do that well, you've got a cool story so yeah, yeah. <laughs> um uh, speaking of your body, I'm confused. Yeah. So, oh, you are as well. Yeah, <laughs> so, you had COVID. Yeah. Then you had a blood thing that wasn't to do with COVID. Yeah. Then I thought you were getting better, but you're not getting. Well, you are getting better, but not as quickly as you thought you were. Yeah. The thing is, it's an up and down. You know. Then I thought, yeah, okay, COVID, this, blah blah blah. I felt better, started to good, good. Bam, headed down again. Why, you know, and blood and this and long story. At the end of the day, to make it short, it's just COVID wasn't a problem. I was like pretty quick, um, good, you know, and negative and feeling good. But the problem is COVID is still quite a strong virus. And if your body is like busy with that, while I was actually going to race in Russia quickly after and stuff, your body is weak. And when your body is weak, many other viruses, they are ready to, to, to bounce because every human body has them inside you know like uh, but you are strong enough to just keep them somewhere on a small yeah. place you know but once you are busy with something like covid they wake up and they are like yeah now it's my chance because now yeah. the body's weak and i think that's what happened and i still struggle with it now and uh, you know it's just straightforward it has has to do also with epstein bar yeah. oh that's what i was gonna say is it something like epstein bar yeah. or is it epstein bar that's the point it's so hard to tell because it's not like a broken bone you can say yes or no but it it, it has definitely to do with epstein bar like and also i mean this is far off now to, to to say in an interview but like like doctors and stuff they found out that covid reactivates epstein bar in okay. some kind of way i mean this is far off but i think so this is a bit the state i'm in and the situation I have to accept as I said I'm not really bad like you know there are also bad cases in this but still I don't like for this for example this morning I, I could fall asleep on the yeah. bike I had I was lacking energy I didn't feel good I was like come on like I can't focus I'm I'm not where I want to be and that's why I ended up P14 luckily I, I managed to be a bit better this afternoon but but that's just the situation and I I stopped to you know be frustrated about it I'm here because I think the other option would be to say okay let's call it a day yeah. and get two months of rest and see if I get better but I'm here and trying to enjoy and do my best you know that's, that's good to hear I'm glad you enjoy and enjoy it um, <laughs> also what's happened in the time we've been off uh, you've just said to Switzerland you're on your own I'm out I'm not gonna help you at the nations uh, which I guess actually considering you've got Epstein Bar is probably a good thing <laughs> yeah exactly I mean <laughs> 
Uh, we have plenty of racing to come and I knew from the very beginning the nations, it's sad for the nations because this is normally the race of the year which everybody just enjoys and all are there and it's a massive crowd and just so much fun but this year sadly it will not be like that thanks to Covid but I mean many top guys pulled out, um, Team USA is not coming, Hunter and Chad are not coming etc etc so it's not something I have to feel bad about you know it's just it's like that and I, I read the rest as you said you know. Um, will you go to the Nations to just watch or you just go stay away? It's, it's the week after Sardinia I yeah. don't know. I've been wondering. I've been wondering. All the people who have pulled out if they're just going to turn up and have a laugh. I'll hire you for the weekend if you want. You can be MX Vice's little junior right. reporter. I will do. How much you pay? We don't pay. You don't pay. <laughs> but yeah, but then you. Not nothing like your new Yamaha deal. Let me tell you. <laughs> we don't pay. So, but us, okay, no money, but something else like. Well, I mean, I do interview you every week. Yeah. Without me, no one would even know who you are. So. Okay, good. I, I will take that. Okay. I, will, I think about it. Make me an offer for a cool job and I might show up. Okay. I don't even know if this is an interview anymore, so we'll bring it back around to one last question. <laughs> um, so your body is not very good. Uh, obviously, normally you'd have a week to rest. We're going racing on in two days, three days, and it's balls hot here. So are you a bit, like, unsure about what Wednesday is going to be like? No, that's, a, that's not how you can tell that sickness or body weakness. It's strange. I just have good days and bad days, but it doesn't mean I don't recover because my physical condition is not too bad. Okay, I, I missed something because I didn't train as much as I usually do, but it's not that I don't recover. So it's not like you're getting out of breath. It's just that you're getting tired. I'm just weak in yeah. some kind of way and it could be possible tomorrow I feel fantastic because it happened before I'm like a Monday after a race I race super hard and I'm like I don't feel anything and then on Tuesday I would be the hammer hit me and on Tuesday I'm dead or the opposite way you know it's just it's tricky and hard to understand but that's just as I mentioned the situation I'm in and I have to accept it you know. Calvin Valandarin, uh, MXGP of Turkey I'll tell you what actually I've just remembered results people look at results and go yeah yeah so so day you rode bloody well like second moto was obviously great great result first moto speed was like top six six seventh speed maybe higher like bloody good day I'd say yeah I mean like you said if the result if people look at the results on paper after today they're like ah he was all right he did okay but I felt pretty good actually and uh, it was a good step for me um, I had a few big crashes in Latvia and it dropped my confidence a little bit down um, so also like we did a small Belgium championship race and I rode actually terribly I, I, I was always saying to my head like oh it's just a race Don't, I didn't take any risks things like that but actually I tried really hard and I just rode shit well I didn't even know you were there so I'm guessing you did rush shit. Yeah. but like so today was actually a really good step for me you know just um, it, unfortunate about the first race to come together with uh, Arminus and we both went down and then yeah, I was dead last and I came I tried to get some track time and, and bike time and um yeah, we made a small change going into second motor with the bike, which which helped, which helped a bit, and I felt quite, like really comfortable actually, and I could push. Just it was so tough to pass. I was just riding like in a train, waiting for a mistake, and then finally, like the last um, last two or three laps, I got got by my teammate Kevin. So, but all in all, like it was a good day, and I'm happy. I'm happy with my riding and my speed, my fitness, everything like that. It's um, it just doesn't really show on the results. Uh, what gear did you start in today? And part two, uh, did you feel the altitude with a bike out there? Um, I started in second gear. I, I know on the 250 I started in first, but I yesterday I um, I went to the test track to try and see how it was, and actually it was quite similar. 
So I just started started in second gear today and actually my starts were pretty good. I was quite happy with them. Um, Jeremy was like, I was like next to the box and Jeremy was one on the other side of the box and he was always cutting me off like straight away. Um, but if he wasn't there, then I could have been maybe even more up closer to the front in the start. Um, but that was also one thing I worked on in the break is, start, in, is starts. I worked a lot on starts. Um, Bike-wise, we didn't change anything. Yeah, we won't go over that one again. No, bike-wise, we didn't change anything with the starts. But my body positioning and and just uh, my you know my clutch release, things like that, and yeah, mostly body positioning. But I worked a lot on the starts, and uh, yeah, it'll hopefully show the rest the second part of the season. I um I thought everyone was going to start in first gear today. Like yesterday, walking around talking to people, everyone kind of told me their plan was to try and start in first gear. Turns out everyone started in second. So were you thinking coming in like it's going to be a first gear job? I wasn't sure because it was the first time here with a 450. Yeah. So, 250's first gear, no doubt, obviously. Yeah, 250. The first year I was here, I started in second gear, but it was terrible. And then I actually listened to a podcast with, with uh, Covington, and he was like, yeah, I pulled two whole shots. I was starting in first gear. And I was like, man, why didn't I think about that, you know? I'm guessing then, that was my podcast. Yeah, it was. It I, was. Think I was going to say, who else is doing podcasts? No, it, was, it was you. <laughs> and, then, um, and then the year after, I came back, and then I started in first gear, and my starts were a lot better. Um, so I wasn't sure where the 450 held would be, but to be honest with the 450, you didn't really feel much of a difference. Maybe when we go back uh, to Europe, like we will feel more power, but today I didn't really feel like a, a big difference with power-wise. I, I like the, the little bit less power, to be honest. Um, I'll tell you what a big thing is about today. Like this track, I wouldn't say it's your type of track at all, to be honest. I'd probably say the opposite would suit you. So for you to do this well, like realistically, it could have been a 6.7, 6.6 kind of day. Like you definitely had that level um for you to do that on this track i feel like that's a massive like confidence booster morale booster a massive sign to everyone in this paddock of what you're capable of like i genuinely i feel like today about as positive as it can, as it can get yeah you're always so positive <laughs> yeah everyone tells me that but in real life i'm quite negative <laughs> but um yeah overall like my speed was was around top seven uh i think the whole day uh only in time practice i didn't really get a good lap but it was was all right but in the races, I felt like I could still push and give more. But I, it was everyone in front of me kind of holding me up, and I couldn't really ride how I wanted to. But whenever I got a free free track, like I could I could push and I could ride pretty well. So yeah, we um, definitely a confidence booster uh, after today, and I feel like this this class is all it's mostly mental, and uh, like at this level, so it's it will be nice to to finish off this Turkey trip with a good result on two good results on on Wednesday. Uh, last time we spoke at Lommel, you said you had two offers for next year. Um, has there been any movement, any more offers from teams, any more interest, anything moved on that side? Um, not really, to be honest. Like We were kind of waiting on some other big names to sign, and one of them has signed. Um, and I thought things would be moving after that, but things aren't really moving, to be honest. I think the teams are trying to finalise some, some things first, and then uh, hopefully after Turkey like we know a little bit more. Uh, what's going on but um, I'll definitely be be racing here next year just don't, don't know where and what uh, what team um, I don't know whether I should ask you this question but it crossed my mind so I might as well uh, did South Africa speak to you for the nations at all just I know they're sending a team I just wondered maybe I don't know um, actually the first time I saw that they're sending a team was was like I opened up Instagram and I saw that yeah. they're sending a team so they didn't um, they so didn't, that is they didn't dead contact, like. they didn't contact me at all but I wouldn't ride uh, no. ride for them no 
what about um well actually that makes me think if rowan can't ride has there been any talk of you stepping into a 250 or whatever i mean i know kaida wolf's an obvious pick yes. but i mean i would at least consider or talk to you about it yeah i haven't heard anything from them either okay. so i think uh i think either kai will race yeah. or, or rowan yeah okay well no one's like, apparently everything i'm saying is off and uh <laughs> but uh last thing wednesday obviously we're back to double headers no one really wants to do another race on this track but yeah. we're doing it um heat was high today how do you think recovery is going to be because obviously last year we had double triple headers but it was all quite cool conditions like there was no belters to be honest i i didn't find it so hot today like i really fitness wise i really uh really was good right until the last lap you know i was pushing and i don't know if it was a break that was good for me to just because my body had a bit of fatigue and now like kind of you keep working and then your body kind of adapts to that and uh, the last week leading up to this race i physically felt really good and um my stats show that and uh yeah today i felt really good and um, yeah i'm just going to enjoy the next two days um try to recover as much as possible but i don't think it's going to be a problem for for most riders ben watson mxgp of turkey not the day you would have wanted i spent like results wise everything not the day you would have wanted but like i feel like with a start it would have been all right i genuinely do i like bad qualifying this start is maybe the most unfair on the whole calendar so from there and then you're heading into a track which is basically impossible to make up time on like you were kind of pretty screwed from the start yeah i mean i have mixed emotions about the whole day to be honest but i mean i'll just get it out of the way the track is absolutely terrible i mean this is not motocross honestly I don't know how all the riders are just accepting to come to somewhere like this and, and all of us race down together. It's pathetic. The whole place is just pathetic. So Anyway, it's the same for everybody, so there's no excuse. Like, there's no reason to, to ride around bad, but that is my feeling with this place. Um, anyway, like qualifying, yeah, was, was a disaster. I mean, it's the same story all the time, but today I had like a really bad feeling, exceptionally bad feeling in qualifying, let's say. And... Uh, no, just just was off the pace. I mean, here, off the pace here is like uh, one second. <laughs> so I was, I don't know, three three seconds off or something, and that was it. I was outside the top twenty, so it was it was ridiculous. And uh, yeah, this start, they they take away. I think there's like five or six gates or something from the inside closed off, and then I'm like right on the right side. So start almost was impossible to to do anything with and. Yeah, both races started from the back and that was that. I mean, first race, two guys crashed in front of me and, and yeah, there was nowhere to go. So I went down with them and then I came over to the fin- after the finish line, did the S-bend on to start straight and there was just two hay bales just laying there in front of me. Someone obviously went off track or something before. So I just launched straight into one of these, went off again uh, and lost a few places there. And it was just one of them days, like everything was was shite to be honest I, I really struggled riding everything all my feeling just that connection with the track it just wasn't there there is a sign that says best motocross track in the world so just so we're clear that's a no from you yeah that sign <laughs> is bullshit <laughs> yeah. okay just felt like we needed to clarify that one just in case you weren't clear to begin with um is this similar to latvia like you said latvia you kind of went into it and you just didn't feel like you had it like you didn't feel like you were there mentally like did you enter to say a bit of the same I guess you could like you've been here before so I guess you knew you were coming into a track that you weren't going to enjoy and I guess that affects you a little bit yeah and I came into it knowing that this is not my favorite track but anyway MX2 in in 2018 I finished four and four here so 
uh, I mean, I can ride it good, but even like during this week, I had an amazing week, honestly. The last four or five days riding before coming here was, I felt like some of the best riding I've ever done. And uh, yeah, I came with a great feeling. I was confident, like I felt so good with the bike. And then honestly, first lap qualifying, I was like, wow, what is this? So it all just triggered from there and I just rode the struggle bus from, from then. So I will change quite a few bits for Wednesday just to try and find something because honestly, like I can't have a worse feeling. So I will just do what I can, change a few things, experiment a little bit and, and try to improve in these conditions because I mean, it's always a similar story with these tracks and it's, it's similar, like rushy. You know, I just didn't have that feeling there and I get affected quite badly from that. It, knocks a good few seconds out of me so I need to just work on that and yeah we'll see for Wednesday it can't go worse. Uh, what gear did you start in today and part two did you feel the altitude like affect the bike a little bit? Uh, yeah massively uh, yesterday we we went to the start just tried quite a lot of stuff different sprockets and honestly I was struggling big time in second so we we went down with the sprocket and then tried some first gear starts and for me that was feeling better so yeah, I mean the first race to start wasn't too bad, but I was like we said before the qualifying was was too bad. So I was way too far outside, and and that was that. But no, I was, I was starting first um, on a 450. I would never even dream of doing that normally. So the altitude was affecting the bike big time, and even on the track you can feel it quite a lot. So, but that's you know that's the same for everyone. Everyone's having to work with that, so it's quite important for the, the the mapping and gearing and trying to get everything kind of in tune for this altitude. Uh, going into uh, Wednesday then, like, are you able to put stay behind you and go into Wednesday feeling fresh and like, almost like you've never not been to this track yet? Or is that going to be quite difficult? Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, what can I do? I can get all, all pissed off and down over my day and, and just go to the hotel where I'm sulking, but... I'm not going to gain anything from it. I mean, I don't really care what anyone thinks or I just need to go out there and enjoy it. I mean, this sport is, is hard enough as it is than just beating yourself up over a bad day. Everyone has them. This has just been one of my days. And, okay, Wednesday might be the same, but it's what it is. Better tracks are coming up for me. Wednesday will be fine. I have faith. Um, we've got a tackle this because i have no idea what's happening are you on the nation's team i don't care if it's a secret anymore it's ridiculous the race is three weeks away no one i've emailed so many people saying like when you're going to tell people what's going on nothing so i'm doing i'm taking this into my own hands are you on the nation's team yeah yeah, i'm on the nation's team okay so i thought that maybe it was being delayed because you weren't sure something but you're doing the nations i'm doing it mxgp i confirmed mxgp a long time number uh seven seven oh that'll look nice yeah so Ready for the nations, happy to do it. Uh, everyone pulling out hasn't put you off. Ready for the nations, you are on the nations. Yeah, yeah, I'm going. Right. I'm going to Mantua just like it's normal nations. I mean, if people aren't there, that's not my problem. I mean, we'll go as Team GB and, and give everything. I mean, I think for a, a country, it's nice to have riders who are still motivated, no matter the situation, if it's in the middle of the season or what. But for me, a race is a race. I'll go there with the same attitude as a, a GP. And yeah, I mean... You see some riders, Jeffrey's going to be doing it, Glenn's going to be doing it. There's still going to be uh, some top guys there, so... We're good around Mantua as well. Yeah, no, I like Mantua. It's a good track, so we'll see. It will be a good weekend. Um, I'm really pushing it now. You, Comrade Sean. 
That's it. Like, I've known this for three weeks. I don't know what the problem is. I don't know if Mark has lost his computer, if he doesn't know how emails work. I don't know what the secret is. I, you can say no comment, but like, I've basically, I've, people, I know that's the team. Say no comment if you like, but. No comment, okay. no comment. But, Brilliant. Um, yeah, we've got a, a solid team, so we'll go there, all guns blazing, and I think we can, yeah, have a good result, honestly. When I'm team manager, this will change. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, uh, last thing as well, uh, next year, anything happen with that in the month we've been off? Uh, no, nothing. I mean, I'm not even thinking about that at the moment. Like, I need to just work on, on myself and get back to the, the days where I was feeling good. Because honestly, now, I, I, like I said before, in training this week, honestly, was probably the best I've ever felt on the bike. So it's not that I'm not riding good, but just these the race weekends lately have just not been for me and they've not gone my way so yeah we'll see it's gonna come good one one day i'll be uh, where i belong and and people will be surprised but i'll be like yeah finally this is where i am okay well now you like i was gonna end it but you get me started when you say stuff like that os like people look at like you i feel like you think people have forgotten but like os and all of that like that wasn't that long ago and that was bloody good ling like all of that stuff like it, this is okay yeah one latvia wasn't great today wasn't great up until that point like it was, yeah, it was great good. yeah i was solid i mean i've been apart from today and, and obviously russia first round i was top center every every time out so i'm positive about it but still even even sometimes when i was finishing like nine ten i mean lommel Okay, I was what nine or ten overall, but I wasn't overly ecstatic with my day. Like I felt like I could have rode so much better, but it's just one of them things. Racing's a different story to training, so I can feel amazing on the training. But if I can't replicate that in the races, then yeah, there's there's space to be improved. So honestly, up to now, like I've I've got mixed emotions about the the season. I've had some good days, bad days, but in general, you know. I'm feeling honestly really good with the bike, so we just need to, to keep plodding along, keep my head high, and, and good days will come. Jed Beaton, MXGP of Turkey, uh, third overall, back on the podium, that's good, that's where you expect to be. Uh, kind of been a long time coming, because Latvia, you had to speed, Lommel, you had to speed, so this is nice to kind of get the monkey off your back again. Yeah, honestly, it's been a long time, and uh, today I felt like I put together two good motos, which... Yeah, like you said, I had the speed in uh, Latvia, Lommel, all that, but I just didn't put the two motos together. And um, today I got two pretty good starts, so uh, that made made it a whole lot easier on myself. Um, nearly got the whole shot in the first one, so I was pretty happy with that. Um, in the first moto, yeah, I rode like a little bit tight though. First, like, yeah, 10, 15 minutes, had a bit of arm pump, and then, uh, yeah, started getting rid of it and uh, coming on strong again. So, um, but yeah, it was all a bit late. Um, so yeah, was looking forward to the second one. I didn't mind the track so much, um, and yeah, the track was actually not so bad in the second one because I didn't lay as much water as the first one. It, it was a little bit slippery in the first one. So um, yeah, all in all, it's a pretty good day. I'm I'm pretty happy to be back on the podium again, and uh, let's try to keep it going. Uh, yeah, starts were unreal. Uh, first motor, you had the best start out of everyone, no doubt. Just the hour was a little bit further inside. Obviously, that's been a big uh, a big bugaboo for you for a while so what have you done to like nail those because getting it once is kind of fluky but you had two of them so yeah like I feel like I've been working on my starts or I have been working on my starts a lot lately so um yeah just uh getting the routine and, and getting things happening it's just the same every time now and then 
Um, honestly, here we all have to start in first gear, I think, because of the altitude and how uh, how much slower the bikes are. So, um, yeah, I felt like it's not so bad starting in first gear here. Uh, yeah, me, enough grunt to pull your yeah, ass off yeah, the line. To pull my fat ass <laughs> off the line again. So it's all right to have uh, the first gear starts. Um, but, yeah, honestly, like you said, the first one, uh, it's I pretty much had the whole shot but then uh midway around the turn i hit like a uh, hard spot and got like lost traction and then uh yeah they went around me so um a bit devastated about that i've i've wanted the fox plate for a while now have you ever had one no never you just called me a fat ass and i agreed so of course i've never had one (laughs) well that's fair enough that's fair enough um uh the first moto i feel like we've seen this pattern before where first few laps i was like oh he's winning this like you were bulls fast and then it dipped for a little bit and then like in the last 25% of the race you were back to being balls fast like uh, Latvia Moto 1 was the same is that kind of a like beginning of the race you got dialed end of the race you got dialed you just got to focus on that little middle midway point yeah honestly it's the um, I've got to try not to get fucking arm pump really it's is that what it was yeah it's um I don't know I feel like yeah I'm there and then I'm trying to make passes I'm also I got stuck a little bit behind Hoffer in the first moto I was trying to make a pass make a pass and then it just wasn't happening and then yeah I was doing things that I not normally wouldn't do make a few mistakes so I tightened up a little bit and then yeah got arm pump and then uh Guarnanini passed me and then I just tried to stick with him but yeah in the in the end the speed was good again so um yeah I've got to f- try and figure it out and and uh yeah honestly it if I ride normal and not like tense or trying to make a pass or do something, I feel good. So, uh, yeah, let's see. I need to try and rip some rip some hole shots and then uh, do it that way. Uh, two more quick things. There's a sign up there that says best motocross track in the world. Uh, thoughts? Uh, yeah, it's not quite accurate. I would say it's second or third. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know about that either. But anyway, it's um, it's yeah, it's a decent track. I mean, they make a man-made track, and, and for that type of track, it's probably one of the best, I'd say. But for tracks like, yeah, Madeley and Majora and stuff, it doesn't have shit on that. So um, I would say, yeah, it's uh, it's decent. I need to put a little asterisk below the sign that says, like, man-made in Turkey. In Turkey, yeah. <laughs> um, and we're getting to that time of year, September now, next year. Anything happening? Any talks? Do you need me to step in? <laughs> nah, nah, no talks yet. Uh Honestly, I haven't had the results to start talking, so, um, yeah, I, like, I've had the speed, but no results to uh, start doing anything, so, um, yeah, hopefully this weekend it starts, gets the ball rolling for next year, and uh, hopefully we, we get something of it, because, uh, yeah, ultimately I'd like to stay here in GPs and race 450, so um, I feel like I'd be a pretty good 450 guy, I'm, I'm quite big on the 250 anyway, and, um, yeah, looking for a little bit more power always, so, um if I can, I'm looking forward to stepping up to the GP class and seeing how we, how we go. Gianluca Fischetti, uh, MXGP of Turkey. Big day for you. First of all, first race on the KTM, you obviously left Honda. And second of all, wow, you were fast. Qualifying, really good. Both races, speed was really good. Like, even second race, um, people will look at the results and they won't see much. But when you got lapped by Beaton and Guadagnini, you stuck with them for 10 minutes. Like, yeah. no problem. Like, yeah, yeah. really, really good day. Yeah, uh, we ca- we quite make a good improvement from last few months. Uh, um, I just don't ride a lot with the KTM, but uh, I I really feeling good. I feel good uh, from the first time I jump on it. And um, yeah, today I start the day with a good day with almost pole position till the last lap. Uh, but yeah, I'm happy to finish third. 
So I was really motivated for a good moto in the first moto. Uh, I was a little bit uh, too much exciting and I got our pump after uh, one lap. I just managed good. I was uh, inside of the top 10 <coughs> and uh, I contact with another rider. I just went 14 and uh, I finished like this. Uh, but I was quite happy with the bike, uh, with the team. We worked good uh, and after this morning. Second moto, I was expecting to do more because I feel more relaxed after the first moto and um, I, I make a good start, almost all shot. Uh, but then, yeah, I stay close to Guadagnini the first, first lap. I just don't want to pass. I just want to take a good rhythm and to stay there with the top guys. But yeah, I had contact with another rider where he came out, came came from inside, full gas. He take my front and uh, yeah, I go down. Not really hard, but I go down. Um, not really nice. So I start to I start and I was really back because uh, it was difficult to start again and motivation was a little bit low and uh, so yeah, I wait to the top guys and uh, I just back. I go back to Guadagnini and I, I try to push the last 10 minutes where I had good feeling with the bike and uh, time lapse uh, came out good. I came up uh, till 16, uh, so yeah, it was good. I'm happy and let's go on Wednesday for more motivation and more uh, successful races. Uh, this week, obviously, Asamoto released a statement saying you'd left the team. Uh, it was quite a strong statement, um, but and it made it sound like there was just that one problem, but you'd already had problems before, hadn't you? Like, we spoke in Austin, you were talking about bike problems and how you felt like you were a bit alone. So, like, I feel like you were actually quite happy to end up in this situation. Yeah, um, there were texts on social that are not yeah. always true, you know. Always uh, people try to defend himself. This is the word. But uh, anyway... Uh, I did my choice and I chose to take another street. Uh, oh, it was your choice to leave in the end then? Yeah, it was my choice. Uh, yeah, yeah. See, they don't make it sound like that. Yeah, <laughs> it was my choice and uh, I just want, after Loma, I just want to, I just want to pull yeah. out of motocross. I don't want to race this year because just I don't have motivation. I don't have fun anymore. Yeah. I can stay on the top position because I always stay there. So a little bit difficult to go out. But then, yeah, during the week, I call uh, Tony Caroli and uh, I say, uh, this is the problems and stuff. He say, um, now I help you and uh, this, uh, I feel lucky guy. And I have uh, one big man uh, on my side and where we make a lot of improvement these last months. So, yeah, I feel uh, really good uh, uh, with these guys. Really support me uh, like family and uh, yeah, training with the... Uh, Tony, Guadagnini and Prado are really good for me and uh, so yeah I'm motivated from Wednesday and can fight for a uh, top position uh, and important things to have fun. Uh, this is another thing I was wondering then obviously it's quite obvious that Tony's a big part of your program like you've got racer gear, racer hat, racer t-shirt um, and every Instagram po uh, post you put team 222 so what has he actually done for you? Like, is he helping you financially to get here? Has he helped you get some parts from KTM? Like, everything? Or No, I just like... Um, yeah, from KTM, we have uh, support of the bike. Um, and is that through Tony? or? Yeah, I just yeah. help from the team. Uh, Bedini already support from KTM. Then when they say it, uh, I come. So, yeah, you have a little bit more support. But, uh, yeah, anyway, uh, where Team Bedini helped me a lot um, uh, about that. And... Tony helped me on the trainings and every day uh, 
till the seven in the morning till the night we are together for for improvements and looking for details and uh, yeah I think uh, we are on the good way and looking for the half of the season uh, all the way up. I guess um, you've got motivation back now, you're happy, you're looking forward to going racing, like everything's good now, all of the problems from the first half of the season are gone. Yeah, are gone, that's not important for me. Uh, I struggle really much Um, this beginning of the year, I never expect like this, Uh, I feel so sad about it. But yeah, lucky I have uh, these guys uh, who take me out of the bottom and I'm just going up and uh, I need to take uh, confidence on me and because I lose a little bit in the last last beginning of the season but now already from today I feel (laughs) I feel good I know I can do it and uh, just need to make some good start and and we can stay there 100%.